Praise the Lord. It's good to have a little fun in church. If you can't have fun with the people of God, where can you have fun, you know? Getting together as a family here in our family service. And it's okay to have fun in church. You know, obviously there's an air of respect and everything that we have during the services, but when we're fellowshipping, singing praises to God, it's okay to have a little fun and bring worship to God in that way. And it's okay, you know, God loves to see us happy. You know, we find true joy in the Lord and he wants to see us have joy. And if that's one of the ways we can have joy while we're worshiping him, that's what he wants to see. Uh, thank you everybody for coming today. It's fantastic to see a good group out for our afternoon services. If you guys could turn in your Bibles to Galatians chapter 1. Just kind of use that as a launching point for the sermon this morning. Look at verse chapter, uh, chapter 1, verse number 6 here in the book of Galatians. So this is Paul's letter to the church of Galatia. And we can see some of the problems that they're having here, starting in verse number 6, uh, that Paul is warning them about. I marvel that ye are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel, which is not another, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. And now pay attention to this next verse here, verse number eight. But though we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. Now, the last couple weeks, you know, last week we got to talk about why we study the Bible, and I hope you guys have gotten to really think about that, kind of looked for yourself and to see kind of that why, you know, seeing why you study the Bible, uh, taking a look at some different perspectives and found out for yourself why you study the scripture. And this week I'd like to take a look at, you know, just some practical ways on how we can study the scripture to avoid this and uh, the, that the Church of Galatia is going through in uh, chapter 1 here, uh, so that we can study the Bible and know that if someone's preaching a different gospel, we can know and be able to uh, discern that and know what right from wrong is and be able to know, hey, you know, that doesn't sound right, that's not right, the Bible doesn't go along with what they're saying, and how can we know that unless we're studying and looking into the scripture? Now that we have our why, we have to look into the how, because it's not enough just to know that we need to study, and sometimes that's a lot of where we stop. We figure out our why and then we don't really know how or where to go from there. So we kind of trail off after there. We get excited because we have our why, but then we don't know where to go from there. We let it stop there. But now before we look into these different study methods, we have to understand that there's not a one-size-fits-all method for studying the Bible. Uh, just like anything in life, you know, there's not always only one way that works. There's not one just specific way you have to read the Bible, and that's the only way God can speak to you. We can see that even all throughout Scripture. If we look at Exodus chapter 3 uh, with Moses and the burning bush, God speaks to Moses through the burning bush. We don't see him use that anywhere else in Scripture. He uses that one way to talk to Moses, and that's how he talks to Moses. Uh, with Paul, when he's on the road to Damascus, God stops him in the middle of the road with a shining light that blinds him. He doesn't use that as any other method with anybody else. Gideon, when he's looking for God to speak to him and God's speaking to him, and he tries uh, to figure out if it's really God's will for him, he throws out the fleece two different times and God answers his prayer in that way. Again, we don't see anybody else do that. We have to realize that just like in Scripture, just like with all these other people in the Bible here, that God uses different ways of speaking to everybody. And that there is different ways that God can speak to us. 
different ways that God can use the Scripture in our hearts in different ways, because we're all different people. We all don't have the same experiences. We all don't view things the same way. So God understands our uniqueness and wants to use that to be able to show us that, hey, we can study the Scripture and we can all get along as a different group of people, but we can all come together on the same Scripture and still be able to learn from it from different ways. So I just want to go through today and share a few different ways, just kind of give you a start for studying the Scripture, uh, give you different opportunities to look into the Bible, and uh, we've been working on, uh, the church wants to work on a resources page to give people the ability to be able to study the Scripture and give them a place to come to to be able to go to different areas and help with Bible study. And as I said, there's tons of different ways to study the scripture. So today we're just kind of going to go over three, and hopefully you can use these three to jumpstart or at least spark some interest in your Bible study and use these to kind of lead you into diving into the scripture. So the first one that I think that we are most familiar with is devotionals. So in our daily life, you know, we look through the scripture and sometimes, you know, we think that the only way we can learn from the Bible is just to read it. We have to go through, and if God's not speaking to us while we're reading three chapters a day, then he must not have had anything for me today. But one of the ways that we can jumpstart our scriptural Bible reading and Bible study is devotionals. Now, um, these are just, there's an app called YouVersion. I don't know if anybody's heard of that. Uh, I personally use that one, and it is an amazing resource for Bible study. Um, It kind of gives you a a platform to be able to connect with other believers as well. You can make friends on there. Uh, You can start Bible study reading plans together. And it gives you an opportunity to, at the end of your Bible reading, you have an opportunity to discuss what you read over that day with the other person who's doing the Bible study with you. So if that's something that you think you'd be interested in, I would encourage you to look it up. YouVersion, they have so many different resources on there for devotionals. Basically, anything you can think of, they have a devotional on, on there for you, and you can look into that. But devotionals isn't just where we should stop, because at the end of the day, a devotional is still just someone else's thoughts on the scripture. And the point of Bible study is that we're making our own discoveries, our own uh, looking into the Word of God for us to learn for ourselves. And it is great, again, Devotionals are a fantastic way to start, but we should not be stopping at only doing devotionals for our Bible study. We should allow those to give us maybe a subject that we're interested in, allow those to maybe spark our thoughts and to delve deeper into other areas, which leads me to another way of uh, Bible study that uh, personally I really enjoy, and I've talked with Pastor, and this is one that he enjoys quite a bit as well, is uh, it's, a, it's called Word Studies. So maybe as you're going through a devotional, you're just getting started, uh, you find something that really sparks your interest, like, huh, it's really interesting that God said something this way. Or you notice a word multiple times in a verse where the Bible says, you know, uh, beware of something. And you're like, hmm, I wonder what uh, God says about that anywhere else in Scripture. So uh, what you can do is there's... Uh, Bible dictionaries. I actually just went out and bought one last week after studying and talking about it with pastors. I was like, I should really have a Bible dictionary to look this kind of stuff up. And those are extremely useful resources to be able to look up. Uh, it helps you look up like a concordance. You can look up every use of that word in the Bible. Uh, there's different websites. Uh, the Blue Letter Bible, uh, Precepts Austin is a good one. 
Uh, again, these are just resources, and we'll try to get you resources out there so that you can look into these different resources that really help us with Bible study, and again, really help us look into the Word of God so that as we looked at in Galatians chapter 1, we can tell when someone's trying to come with a different gospel, or we can mark those who are coming with different teachings, and we can align them with Scripture and say, this doesn't match up. And one way that we can do that is by looking into the Scripture through word studies. You know, you want to look up uh, the difference. Uh, one that's been really helpful for me is looking up the difference between wisdom and knowledge. So you look up the word wisdom, see how many times it's used in Scripture, where it's used in Scripture, uh, and then knowledge, and compare those together. Again, I would really encourage you to do a word study. If I can encourage you to do something this week for your Bible study, do a word study. Find a specific word or subject that interests you. See where it's used in Scripture. See how it's used in Scripture. You know, you look up the word love in Scripture. They're not all used the same way. They're not all the same word. And it's, it's really